Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. All right, we're back. Or, or welcome, I mean, I didn't mean... Did I we guess, leave? Yeah, you know what? Or welcome. <laughs> welcome, it's Hello. the afternoon now. Oh, Here you need we a little are. coffee, Jim. I do need some coffee. Mm. You know what? I'm I'll, I'll make you some coffee. Will you? Yeah, during this. Okay, thanks, Sam. Yeah, uh, oh, no thanks, Samsies. No problem, Jim. I'll have some, too. Okay. okay. Oh, wow, no, look at that. Oh, there's, oh, a, there's a fourth voice. <laughs> Round the table. Yes, we have a guest here, Scott Strabel. How you? Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Fun. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yes. And uh, Scott is a Minneapolis photographer. And for those of you who look at our website, Andlin and our other websites, we have a million. Yep. Scott's Scott photos has, has taken some great photos of the three of us and the rest of the team. So yeah. It's because you're so good looking. Oh, oh man. God. I can only do wow. so much. It's like, listening yeah. to, uh, it's like listening to our own podcast. Like, I, even though you do great work, I can't look at the pictures yeah. of me. I can't listen to the podcast. Just cover your I'm the same. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, the same. Like, yeah. That's what I sound like. Who like. is that guy? Right. That's what I say <laughs> yeah. every time. Yeah. But, Scott, you and I have known each other for quite some time now. Yeah, and, I don't uh, 15 years, maybe yeah. longer. Yeah. And uh, you've, you have uh, single-handedly hooked me up with the... You know, photographing my artwork for years. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's fun and, to and do. It's, and it's been great and, and awesome. And then you're photographing us as a team and mm-hmm. company. And yeah, we oh. did that close to a year ago now. It was last June. We did that mm-hmm. when we were. Yeah, that was a fun shoot. It was fun at the Guthrie. Yeah. That it was, was a beautiful great shoot. light. And, yeah. I love that place. They, because it's a public building, they just let you come in and shoot. Right. You can't set up a light, but there's so many good spots for good lights. So I'll, if I'm doing a portrait, you know, I'm a location photographer so i will have people meet me there mm-hmm. and it's you know works great we right. love it people think it's our offices it's what you want good. right yeah. exactly yeah, yeah it does time. it looks great <laughs> super successful mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's cool you so uh but i've known other artists or uh photographers there's photographers around you you're quite an accomplished photographer oh thanks that's kind of you yeah, I, I think that's fair to point out. I've had a good career. Yeah. Well, you're awfully good at what you do. So, so Scott, speaking of which, you've done a lot. Um, can we talk about some of the some of the things? I mean, like, you've got Farm Aid. You've got right. your, you know, all of the print work that you're doing. You've got um, the drag, yeah, the drag uh, series, you know, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, there's I mean, a show I have. You have a lot have, of different uh, series. The, the drag queen show, there's a, I don't know when you're going to put this on, but the drag queen show is uh, opening uh, June 1st. Mm. So okay. it's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's like, yeah. Just that's little, coming right Yeah, up. it's Saturday. Yeah. yeah. This wow. is Saturday. Yeah, 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 I hung it yesterday. So. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like and, the drag queen. And where queens. is that? And how long does it run? Uh, it runs until uh, August 15th, and it's at a gallery called uh, the Marsden Gustafson Gallery. It's named after two photographers who are no longer with us, uh, and it's at um, within a school called Film North, where they teach uh, film production. Okay. And it's just into St. Paul. Gotcha. Off of Creighton. Oh, that city. 
Yeah. Know. Yeah. Know about that. <laughs> that, that it's the other... only time I go there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was... <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, we, oh, no, we, we make fun we, of this goodbye, connection. Goodbye, St. Paul. Yeah. St. Well, <laughs> Paul. Two listeners. Didn't we have a guest from St. Paul? Haley. Who, who, Haley, yeah, Haley, of course. Yeah. I yeah. think we've sorry. had several, actually. Yeah. I'm sure we've had several. Yeah. Right. We just... We always make fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, they make just as much fun of us Absolutely. on that side of the river. I like St. Paul. Yeah. I know. I love yeah. it. It's a great town. We always end up saying the same, the same thing. Uh, I should tell you, because we give we give no direction, no, we don't rehearse or do anything before Clearly. you. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> He's listened to a couple of podcasts. <laughs> we just throw you right in. Oh, we, Jim's uh, going to make coffee. We okay. do usually spend a few minutes uh, at the beginning sort of you know, talking about your career and life, and then you can talk about whatever you want. Okay. Like, so we're not trying to put you on the spot by asking. It's just sort of. Oh, yes. Feel, you can ask. Feel yeah. Free. But but don't feel like you're going to have to sit here and explain your career the whole time. Either. Okay. We're gonna, we'll give you plenty That's of time good. to talk about space aliens and you know, whatever. Nonsense. Okay. Yeah. Um, my question, I know we've talked about this before, but Farmaid, you've been with right. how many years? Uh, this will be my fourth year. Your fourth year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So share, you know, because we have a lot of music lovers that listen to this. What can you tell us some of your favorite memories from that? Yeah, it's it's such a nice event. Um, you know, the four principals are um, Willie Nelson, mm-hmm. Neil Young, uh, Dave Matthews, and John Mellencamp. And it's, um, I, I love the project. You know, they support family farms, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for, I think this is year 32 so it's the longest-running music festival in existence. And uh, I'm lucky enough to have backstage access so I can get you know, more of those intimate moments of um, the performers. Um, you know, last year I got a great shot of Dave Matthews shaking Willie's hand. You know, they're seeing each other for the first time that year. And you can tell Dave is, like, you know, starstruck. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun to see someone <laughs> at that level being starstruck. So... Um, you know, I, I try to find myself in the right positions for those moments, so it's really, really fun. Uh, I'm lucky to be able to do that. Um, I, <clears throat> I also do work for them. Um, last year it was in Hartford, Connecticut, and about a month before, the, before Farm Aid, um, I toured around, uh, spent a week photographing family farms, and uh, that was really rewarding. Everyone is so proud. You know, they're very small farms, oftentimes just a family operation. And um, I would show up, and they would feel so, you know, you know, as I said, Special. proud, mm-hmm. yeah, and, mm-hmm. and honored that Farm Aid would, you know, send a photographer, and um, they would use those photos on the screen behind the performers. Oh, great! So it was, you know, really well, fun. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I didn't know that either, actually. You know, we're doing the same thing again this year with okay. uh, with farmers. And when it, is Farm Aid this year? Sorry. Well, it. I've been sworn to secrecy. Oh, okay, then don't. Please <laughs> um, because, don't get in trouble. But, uh, okay, so it's coming up still. Yeah, it's always in year. September. It's All always right. like right on mid-September. Okay, okay, because I think I talked to you about, I, I saw it in Thanks. Alpine Valley. This must have been the late 90s. Okay. I think around that time, so I was fortunate. Yeah, that's a good to venue. See it. it was great. It was great. What a great, uh, so how did they find the farmers? How, how did they... Yeah, I'm not sure how they select. They always um, they have a press conference uh, before the concert where, you know, all the talents there, and then they have a selection of farmers who um, you know talk about their plight, mm-hmm. um, and you know, plug farm aid of course. But they talk about the <clears throat> current situation for family farms, and you know, you hear Willie and Neil, you know, talking about the situation as well. So, um, I'm not sure how they select those sure. farmers. Yep. Okay. 
That's a great, I mean, what a great uh, thing to do. As far as do. legacy yeah. preservation, I mean, and you know, we talk and a lot about that. Willie Nelson's been involved with it. Has he? he like, yeah, he the, founded it. He, yeah, yeah okay. he and Neil Young. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, Dave Matthews was, is the young guy, but I, I, he's been there for a long time as well. And I'm not sure if uh, John Mellencamp uh, was there originally, but I know Willie and Neil started it. Right. And I mean, uh, I think Neil is 74 and Willie's 85, something, you know. He's 85. Yeah. Huh? So you've been on, I remember you told me like you were on the tour bus, or you were on the bus. No, I wasn't. Work. You I, wanted Oh, you yeah. want to be invited. I, okay. I, I work on that every year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, I just assume you've See? made it by this. Oh, no. You know, after you telling me all this, oh. I'm, I'm like, you've got to get on the yeah. bus. You know, if if you don't know Willie, uh, he doesn't fly. So he tours on this bus, and it's his home. Right. So, yeah, I mean, essentially, you're asking to get on, into Willie's house, mm. Willie's yeah. home. And so I, I'm going through the channels, um, um, talking to his PR guy, his agent, and, you know, they, they've been putting me off, but I, I <laughs> chip away at them every year. Right. So maybe in 10 or 12 years, I'll, right. I'll, make, I'll make it. <laughs> maybe if Willie makes it that yeah. long. I mean, he seems know. to be doing fine. He does yeah. seem He's to be doing along. good. So well, you've got, you've got the... Uh, that little in of well, I'm going to go in and photograph him as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I th- or do you are you like asking more like I just want to be personally invited? Oh well, I mean, I, I need the access, <laughs> yeah. so I, I do need to be personally invited. But yeah. um, I I want to capture you know what's what's going on there, so I can't just you know barge in. So right, right, yeah. Hopefully, it'll happen. And I my thinking is I'm not with the media. And they're kind of anti-media a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm working uh, for Farm Aid, so I'm thinking of all the people who right. could get in. I trust you. Yeah, hopefully I can do it. How many other photographers are there? Well, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, wherever it is, there's all the media from that area. Right. There's a couple photographers who have been uh, photographing Farm Aid since the beginning. Okay. And originally it was a little hard for me to break through. Um, what happened was I have a client... Um, uh, who was the director of the Bremer Foundation here in town, she casually mentioned um, that she's on the board of directors for Farm Aid. So I'm like, oh, you got to get me in. And she did. Right. Okay. Oh. So I had to like earn my way a yeah, little yeah. bit, but I knew I yeah. could do that. Right. I've seen a lot of your photos from Farm Aid. And I mean, they're, you know, it's always impressive, you know, because, you know, he, these are legendary people, yeah. you well, know? It, it's interesting when you're a, when you show a photograph of a celebrity, yeah. it immediately becomes a better photo. I mean, I, if I took your photo, I mean, no offense, in Willie's pose with the hat on and everything, no one would care. God, I think they would. They, I, I mean, I'm starting to get a little celebrity here, you know. Yeah, local. Very <laughs> but, but you but, know what I mean, right? Yeah, it know, becomes a better exactly photo what, because yeah. it's a celebrity. Right. And, you know, well, I, it's recognizable. You know, like people but, are like, "Wow, that's." But then you go out and you take these Nelson. really fantastic photos of of people living on the street. Yeah, uh, so I, I see the whole range. That's for sure. Right, yeah. and that's what's so interesting about all of this, and and that's is a great segue, as you you know, the homeless series yeah. that you you know that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I work. It's kind of more than a series. I work for the homeless shelters. And um, they use my photos for advertising or marketing to raise money. Yeah. So I have about 60 uh, shelters as clients in the U.S. and Canada. And um, they have me come back intermittently, you know, maybe twice a year, once a year. And I'll produce a, a photo library for them 
that they then, then can use for uh, whatever they need. Right. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, I'll tell you that. Well, wow. and that work is so beautiful. Oh, it thank re- you. It really is. Yeah, do you have... It's like the most rewarding stuff I do, honestly. Yeah. That was the question yeah. I was going to ask you, because knowing you, I mean, I know that you, you, you really take, you know, you personalize that work, I think. Yeah, I mean, you I... You know, your, your heart is in it. Uh, it is. I, um, most, uh, well, almost all the work I do is for nonprofits. So it's, you know, food banks, it's uh, shelters, it's hospital schools. And uh, I really believe, you know, people be, need to see the good work that's being done. Um, and I think it's helpful. I think it leads to, you know, ultimately, you know, more donations, more volunteerism. So, you know, my, my goal is to, you know, show the good work that they're already doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I, you know, aim for. Yeah. And, and it leads to more empathy, too, yeah. more understanding right. of, of what's actually happening out there in the world. Yeah. People yeah. need to be able to see. I mean, you hear about it, but when you see a photo, I mean, I speak from a biased viewpoint, but it, uh, I think it says more than, you know, having a bunch of words. Uh, the combination of the words and photos, I mean, it's exponential. It really has impact. But I, I think the photo is uh, really adds something to it. Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked, uh, we've talked a little bit about on, on this podcast, as we've, in order for us to become more uh, interesting, I guess, for people to, to take an interest, it's been helpful to have people who have some notoriety. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Notoriety doesn't have bad connotations. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, like I want to have some farmers on. I, I want to. We want to continue to have regular folks, and I say regular, like none of us are regular nor irregular. Uh, I just want to make sure that we have a broad spectrum of people on the podcast because as much as it's interesting to listen to people whose name you maybe recognize, there's a story out there. Everyone's got a story. Right. Everyone has a story. And I think that's you're doing that with your photography. Too. Yeah, I you're, mean, I'm lucky in my job I can meet these people and hang with them and you know learn a little bit about them. And um, oftentimes I'm hired because someone uh, has done something of note that they need a photo to accompany an article or or you know, in a magazine or something. So I'm able to uh, hang with these people who are, you know, have done something uh, interesting or uh, they're certainly passionate about what they do. And it's it's fun to be around. It, like, energizes me. Infectious. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how, how, what is the entry point? Like, when you're when you're photographing folks on the street, you know, how, how does that, um, how do you, I guess, how, how does that happen? I mean, you know, without having you know i mean do yeah. you just walk up to them do you have yeah. to talk to you know how yeah. is that i mean it's evolved i, I mean guess. at the end of it you have to have them sign a model release so um I, I mean i think the best approach is just one of honesty i'll go up and i'll say you know this is my name you know i'm taking photos for you know the union rescue mission um and frequently the people i'm asking have they have a relationship with the mission you know, sometimes they want to help. Sometimes, it, rarely, they don't because they've had maybe a bad experience. Um, so I'll ask them. I'll tell them what I'm doing. And, you know, they generally, you know, probably 90% success rate, um, mm-hmm. they'll, you know, let me do it. Hmm. And, you know, I do it quickly and, you know, go right. on and do the. Sometimes, I mean, you have to kind of have your head on a swivel a little bit. Um, 
because it can be it can be dicey. You know, I've, sure. I've been in situations where I had to like make a run for it. Yeah. Oh really? It's yeah. so yeah. rare though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. It, I would imagine so. I mean, you're shooting location, you know, and that right. location can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's generally like the the Skid Row area of yeah. the city. Yep, and you're in multiple cities. Right. You know. You know. And do you have someone with you when you're... Um, most of the time I do um, because I don't know the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm learning more. I mean, they'll drive me around. Sometimes I'm able to, like, walk outside the mission and just shoot people nearby. Um, there are other times I need to drive to homeless encampments, and I need a guide. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's nice to have an extra person. You know, It seems like it'd be smart for you yeah. to have someone else with you anyway. Um, usually how it works is they'll drive me to a spot, they park the car, I get out, and I talk to people and, and shoot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting stuff. I love it. I it mean, I, go ahead. No. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it is interesting. I mean, I, you know, and when, when I look at the photos, I mean, you know, that sort of, um, that sort of uh, capturing of um, just that, that moment of um, vulnerability, sort of, is is what I see, you know, and and that's in that body of work of yours. Oh, thanks. I think it's, I think I give people space to be themselves, mm-hmm. um, and that goes across the the breadth of my work. I, I want people just to, you know, I'm not like a fly on the wall sort. I want people, um, you know, they obviously realize I'm taking their photo, and I just want them to be comfortable with that. Right. So, so are you, so now I'm kind of changing it on how you got in there, but are, you're from, where are you from? Minnesota? No, uh, Wisconsin. That's Wisconsin. Right. Oh, Wisconsin. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even believe we had him in. Oh, is the uh, podcast over now? Yeah. Well, not for oh. Sarah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What am I saying? I'm always outnumbered. Where in Wisconsin? Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. I don't know if we talked about that. I'm from Madison. Okay. So. Oh, that's the best city in the state. Well, oh. you know. I, I, I grew up there half my life, that. too, so. I, yeah, I, I grew up there. I went to school in Rochester, New York, and then I moved to L.A., and I was there for about 18 years, San Francisco for two, and then here. So I've been oh, here for about 17 years. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I loved it out there. And, yeah. and you've been, when did you start shooting? Uh, well, you know, I was a high school yearbook photographer. So. I didn't. That's how you oh, got yeah, your start? Yeah. Okay. Now, there you it go. It launched me. <laughs> It's been all downhill since then. <laughs> High school yearbook. Yeah, that's... So as a result, all my friends are like in the yearbook multiple times. Right, right, right. 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 You played around. favorites. Yeah, you know? how can you not? Yeah, yeah, Especially in high school, you I, know? I had the yearbook advisor um, was also my economics teacher, and he let me shoot as much film as I wanted. Oh, boy. Of course, that was film back then, and oh, I knew yeah. he got in trouble because he like blew the budget tenfold, but he... He knew I liked it and mm-hmm. just, you know, nurtured it. So I carried the camera with me with my books every class and, you know, shot a couple of rolls of film a day. Oh, wow. For the year. Yeah. And then you have to pick through all of them and figure out what goes in the Holy smokes, yeah. you really did blow the budget, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, a couple of ro- I mean, that... You I can, think he funded it yeah. a little bit, yeah. But, I mean, you just started right out of the gate all pro. Like, uh, well, you know, film, I'll just... If you looked at the photos, you wouldn't just, see that. Yeah, but still, you're just like, eh. Who cares what it costs? You know, we're just rifling through it and just banging them out. I I studied photography in school, and I kind of knew I wanted to be a photographer, um, you know, since junior high. 
but I, I questioned the viability of being able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, can, right? Can right. I make a living at this? So what? It's yeah, the arts. I mean, yeah. Jim talks extens- yeah. extensively about how <laughs> I'm still wondering. That. Incredible. Well, <laughs> so my, and, and, and that was the beginning. I mean, thankfully, I got some work shot by you because <laughs> oh, right. I couldn't really afford anyone else, you know, and you were willing to, you know, help me out. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it seems like you artists, it's more of like a brotherhood you have to stick together yeah yeah well like a barter you, community yeah. or something we'll go down together <laughs> right otherwise you just yeah you just die <laughs> you know <laughs> so la then what was la like oh it for was you? fun um i mean that's a that's a substantial amount of time out in yeah, los angeles it was fun i um was a photo assistant and so i worked with you know people who were doing album covers and movie posters and it was kind of a heady time, you know. I'm 22 and just living life. Yeah, you know, Ringo no Starr walks into the studio oh, and you're wow. like, Phew, crazy. You can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, yeah, even right now, I wouldn't believe it if he walked into the studio. <laughs> I'd be like, he drove me here. Yeah, <laughs> he's Ringo waiting in Star? the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have photographs of of that era? You know, of like, well, you know, that type of Oh, sure. I was doing, yeah, you mean uh, my own? Yeah. Yeah, I was doing, you know, little jobs, and I, I shot a lot of weddings, mm-hmm. uh, which I really liked. Uh, unfortunately, has kind of like a bad reputation among photographers who shoot weddings. Um, but, you know, one of the guys I worked with, worked for, who did some of the celebrity work, he encouraged me to take the high road on it. He said, you know, this work is really good. You know, charge accordingly and be proud of it. And, you know, I took that to heart and uh, uh, st- did a lot of weddings uh, and learned a lot about photography. Hmm. I mean, you're in high-stress situations and you have to make something out of nothing. So, um, and people come to a wedding to have fun, right? So it's it's good to be around that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But it is stressful. I mean, the, the expectation of Yeah, my of first a 30 or so was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have disappointed customers? Um, well, yeah, uh, yeah, a few. I've done over a thousand. So, oh my wow. Goodness. I remember a handful of times where people didn't like their photos, and it, it you know, honestly, it comes down to they didn't like photos of themselves. Sure. Period. And they're right. going to blame yeah. you. Yeah, and there, I mean, there was a brunk bride incident. Oh yeah! Did I say brunk? Did, did drunk you just bride. say one incident too? Yeah. Well, <laughs> one I really remember. Out of a thousand, she took a nap during the reception. <laughs> wow I'm that's my kind of gal oh, yeah. right. she might be available at this point <laughs> I was gonna say you know I, I can only guess how that oh. turned out you know uh, there was even a situation where the bride didn't show up for the wedding oh. which was kind of tragic Did, and you filmed the whole thing well, <laughs> or, tears. or it, shot it yeah. I mean I, I was at her condo where she, she was there with her bridesmaid getting ready right I left early to go over to the church. Yeah. And she never came. Wow. And I mean, it was like a 200 guest thing. Uh, God, I love it. So I that know, stuff it was, does actually happen. Yeah. I'm thinking, am I getting paid for this? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> actually, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, See, God, I wonder if you got paid for that. I like, did. or if they just said, like, everyone out, you know? No, it. I that think they went on with, with the reception, but. Uh, oh, boy. Right. Well, might as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff's there. So that yes. was. I mean, I would be if if I had the talent to take the pictures you have. I'd be sneaking in, taking pictures of the groom, just like head down in oh. hands, you know, just 
Like oh, what a what a, gotta back off. a human emotion though, just raw human emotion. Yeah, right. This isn't happening. That's quite an event. Yeah, it'd be horrible to get caught taking like a photo picture of oh, in that, wouldn't it? There like, was a situation where I was. Um, it was Hurricane Katrina, and I was working for the Salvation Army, and um, I was taking pictures of the devastation and the people who were affected. And there was a scene where um, someone, uh, someone who worked for the army, was crouched down with his family, and their backs were to us. And I could see all this devastation behind, and they're in the foreground. You know, you know what I'm thinking. This right. is a great shot. Right. And then someone else from the army came up to me and said, "You know, don't take that. Mm-hmm. It's like right. a personal moment." And I didn't. Mm-hmm. But selfishly, I kind of regret not doing it. Right. They weren't recognizable, and I, my thinking. Uh, in retrospect, was if I had taken the photo, showed it to the person who asked me not to do it, he would have said, okay, because right. it would have been such a powerful it's image. Yeah. Right. And then, I, you know, if he didn't like it, I could have deleted it. Sure. Well, and that's like war photography or something. Like, as long as you're not being gratuitous about it, if you're, if you're, isn't that the point of being mm-hmm. able to capture an image is yeah. that you're trying to get the human emotion of the moment yeah. mm-hmm. without, without hurting anyone, clearly. Right. Do you consider yourself to be very um, em- is it empath, empathic? Yeah. Where you yeah. do you take in a lot of that emotion that you're seeing? Are you able to process that? Yeah, it's sometimes when I'm in those emotional situations, I kind of hide behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use it as kind of like a shield, uh, admittedly. And then it, when I'm back at my computer looking at the photos, I'll you know break down then. Um, you know, the same thing happens with the celebrity, the farm aid. And, you know, I don't get starstruck until I'm back. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God, that's Willie Nelson. Right, But right. Uh, at the time, I, I just yeah, shoot. I think I, yeah, I, I think I can maintain a professionalism and do that. And I shield myself from the camera because sometimes it'd be too hard to take, well, you know. Gonna, yeah, with all the different environments. I've never, I've never uh, understood being overly celebrity shell-shocked or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, I just the end of the day we're all just people yeah and I, I know that some people have you know lives that are elevated to, at this level and and notoriety at that level or fame or whatever and but the rest of it i feel like if you if you bust through that and you can bust through it pretty quickly uh we're, we're all just people. yeah and yeah. you realize that when you you talk talk with them i mean it's like oh, they're just like i am mm-hmm. yeah Rich. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have and such they can sing so good. You have yeah, such a they're gamut. so talented. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, fair and, enough. And looking at your work, I mean, you've got presidents, you've got yeah. you know, uh, movie, a lot of music. I mean, is there? What are some of your favorite um, sort of moments? I mean, clearly, yeah, the three I get a lot. The, yeah, this is it. You know, right. well, <laughs> shooting us at the it's Guthrie. all come to this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, it's. I get asked that a lot. What's your favorite shoot? What's mm-hmm. your favorite place? And it's. Um, it's hard to say. Every thing has a moment, and you, it's like comparing apples to oranges. You know, it's. There's um, elevated levels in each situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know, some. You know, some shoots are boring. Right, um, they're not all exciting, but uh, um, there are enough exciting ones to keep me in the game. And you know, I, I always think the best thing I can be doing at any time is taking a photo. That's what I like, and so I, I try hard to find ways to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's either, you know, um, 
the assignment work, I do a lot of pro bono work, probably about a fourth of my work I do pro bono. And then I have personal projects too, so right. do a lot of, th- last year I did 240 shoots, so a lot of work. That's just My fingers wore out. Crazy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, well, plus you got all that time sorting through yeah. post-production, and that's a huge thing. Yeah, it's my least favorite thing to do, really. Um, I spend about almost the same amount of time shooting as I, uh, in front of the computer as I do shooting. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like the tools. I like the tools of the computer. You know, I've been in it long enough where we, I'd shoot black and white, develop film, make a print. But now it's much quicker, and the tools are so much better. You ultimately can end up with a better result. So, I mean, that's kind of the bottom line is how good it looks at the end. Right. Not the path. Do you miss film, though? No. No. Okay. Yeah. I think um, with digital photography, you can emulate film. They even have plug-in filters that emulate emulate old film stock if you want to use that. So I miss kind of the romantic notion of the dark room, you know, being in that dark room Mm -hmm. with the red light. Oh, yeah, for sure. um, But the chemicals and all of that. So... um, I don't miss it. No, I I took photography both in high school and in college, and I and it was all darkroom work, and I loved that part of it. But I also I had film cameras up until twenty ten or so, um, and and they were they were aging out, so you could get some really nice film cameras cheap. Cheap, yeah, yep. And uh, but I, I found some I found a camera that had shot some pictures in 2010 and not develop them. So I had maybe half a roll. Oh, kind of a surprise. Oh, this is going to be, these are dead, you know, probably, but I'll finish it off. So I took it up to the boundary waters with me and I had four or five rolls of film that were all at least that old as well. Uh, And I brought them up and I, it just seen just the richness Mm -hmm. is different. It's not that I'm overly nostalgic for it. I still love my digital stuff and I'm not that great of a photographer, but the, but there's two parts I missed. The, the kind of imperf- imperfect richness or something of the photos themselves. And then the, the fact that I was reminded not to take more than one or two shots each yeah. time I pulled my camera out instead yeah, of a thousand shots. That. Yeah, there is that. You would be much more deliberate with, um, totally. with film. Um, I mean, a shoot, if I did like a day-long shoot with film, I might shoot, you know, 20 rolls of film and I mean that'd be 720 photos now I'll shoot 4,000 pictures right so there's a big difference yep do you uh are you quick at calling the herd then you mean doing the editing yeah yeah. and just and just saying boom boom, these 14 are done out of here like yeah yeah you usually shoot in little groups so every situation there might be 10 12 frames and you can look at them all simultaneously and clearly click out a bunch I don't want to over-deliver to the client either because it just confused them. Yeah. So it I, seems like the biggest the biggest thing I've had to learn since digital photography came along was just throw out. If, if it's, if, if you, like you say, you've taken 10 of basically the same shot, pick the best two, throw the rest away, and right. don't ever think no of them again. No need to keep them. Yeah. 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 That's not easy. I know my wife, like if it's pictures of the kids, it doesn't matter. They're, she's keeping them all. I th- there was a story about uh, when the Monica Lewinsky thing happened with Bill Clinton. There was a picture of Bill shaking Monica's hand, and everyone said if that were digital, that would have just gotten dumped. But because it was film, it still existed. Oh, so, you know, there was ah, that. right, that's right, a good, right. That's an interesting point, yeah. 
because at the time it was uh, yeah it was you know non picture who cares yeah. about that photo right who, oh, who is that oh, fancy Anyhow, you know oh. who cares about Bill right <laughs> yeah <laughs> can we go back to not caring about Bill too oh. for now anyway. oh I I did a shoot with him <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I saw it right next to the pictures of us which I thought was pretty no I'm just kidding. <laughs> In your portfolio. Well, that's <laughs> something's out of whack. That's here. what's interesting. I mean, you know, it, it, your portfolio is so expansive. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you ever like kind of kick? I mean, what do you do like with it? I mean, do you ever kind of just look at it and reflect and think, oh, wow, yeah, you not know? so much. Um, no, you know, people have said you should do a book, and mm-hmm. I um, I think I was one of those people oh, that said you? that to you. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't want to spend the time doing that. Um, I I just like shooting right now. Yeah, I have a. I mean, I've done this since you know '82, so what is that? Thirty-seven years. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe. But you leave a legacy. I mean, like you know, we talk so much about legacy and 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 your work. You know that that you have shot. I mean, all of those images of time is the way I you know think of it, yeah. and you've captured it. You know, it's it, you know that's a most people don't capture that type of. A tangible amount. legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's literal. Right. And it's quite a, you know, you've it's got a, yeah, the, lucky. the presidents, the celebrities, and then, you know, people that just are, you know, you're capturing their expression, you know, as they live on the street. So it, it is an interesting body of work. People need to go check out your website. Yeah, they, they really do. do. They, and I'm sure they will if they're listening to this. Uh, what is your website? It's um, my name, scottstrebel.com, and Strebel is S-T-R-E-B-L-E, B like in boy. One B. And yeah, we'll put a link in the notes for people oh, thanks. to Thanks. Could launch me. We are. I'm counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. do our best. <laughs> sure. We'll take a quick one. Yeah, you want to take a quick sure. break today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. break time. Yeah. We'll, can regroup. Yeah. We do this. We joke about it. It's It's like old hat now, but. You know, it's not really a break for our guests. You'll we'll see it's all the good stuff off off mic. Yeah, <laughs> we usually do. Actually, I know. We, I've we, heard we, you like come back and review stuff. I well, that's yeah. well. Let's see. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back. All right, bye. <laughs> Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit PackSimply.com. All right, all right, all right. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what isn't? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeling service, residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with a purpose. Visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consolation. God, I just like that. That one. All right, that one is definitely not going to be mine. That could be my favorite. Want to go on a wilderness adventure with Sam? Or maybe know a group of kids who could benefit from a break from their electronics? Maybe you just need a break from the kids. Visit earthed.org for more information about how to get started. Brought to you by the Andalin app. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andalin 
Oh, shit. Andolin, now available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andolin.app for more information. Do you have an idea that you know deserves a digital solution? Finding a partner to help navigate the digital design and application building process can be daunting. Mobile Composer, in partnership with Kinetic Legacy, offers forward-thinking design built on a stable and adaptable compliance platform. Visit mcomposer.com or kineticlegacy.us to get started building the solutions of tomorrow. Enterprise or consumer together, Mobile Composer and Kinetic Legacy offer solutions that work in a language you can understand. Interested in art? James Holmberg... (sighs) Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. (sighs) Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more. hard to dial it in. <laughs> I, I, you can I'm, cross the line quite easily. <laughs> oh, I do. I, every day I do. Every day I feel a little sick, and then I feel better, and then I feel sick again. <laughs> well, we got you there, Jim. You're back on. We've been oh. on. So, uh, yeah. Little, oh, little you coffee. did? Oh, did oh, you yeah. get that? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that. okay. that's well, my favorite part is sort of the sneaky. Catching uh, off guard. Likes yeah. to yeah. trick Jim. It's a bit unfair. <laughs> Got him again. I know. Sam's always the one in control over here. Yep. Shenanigans. But until we sure. find a better sound engineer, <laughs> <laughs> which wouldn't be hard, I'm yeah. sure. But you'd have to pay him. Something. <laughs> other than peanuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you'd have to give him something other than a, an occasional... Uh, Bag of sun chips and a right can of tuna or something. Prunes. Yeah. What else we got in here? Okay. Yeah. Chips. We're back. Okay. We're, back. <laughs> no, we're back. So Scott, uh, Wisconsin. Do you have brothers, sisters? I have two brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, one lives. Um, well, he splits his time between California and uh, Tomahawk, Wisconsin, which is in central Wisconsin. He's a contractor. My other brother uh, is in a small city outside of Green Bay called Seymour. Okay. Uh, I'm the oldest, and uh, my youngest brother's a nurse. Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, they're good yeah. guys. Yeah. Contractor and a nurse, that's like my family in a nutshell. Well, I, I was going to say, I, so I looked oh, at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's why I looked over at Sam. I'm like, wow, it sounds like your family. You yeah, could adopt me. You'd <laughs> 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 fit right in. Yeah, my dad was, uh, was a contractor in the late 70s, early 80s, and then became a nurse, and... Mm. I've got a stepmother who's a nurse. I've got my mother was a nurse. My older brother's a doctor. I'm a contractor. There you go. You know, it's very mixed in that world of contracting and nursing. (laughs) Helping and building, helping and building. Yep, there you go. All together. together. (laughs) All right, so what we're waiting to do here, what what we've been, is uh, Scott brought us some prints today. So... Because a as a company, mm-hmm. we are we are now an official art collecting company. Oh, we are starting. We are. We, yes. are. we are. So, oh, did you hear that? I'm I heard it. Oh, package. you can do it. There oh! <laughs> in case you didn't believe it. <laughs> in case you didn't believe. It was fun to pick out the photos for you. I had yeah. a, I did kind of a print sale, and I sold about 50 photos, and it was fun to 
pick see what, and go yeah. through. Okay, yeah. fine. Trying so to we're, match photos. We weren't the people. only ones asking that you just pick something? No, no. Most of the people did say that. Yeah. Uh, on a few occasions, people would say, give me architecture, give me documentary, or uh, a couple picked particular images. I oh think boy. it's I think it's super fun to let the artists. Yeah, I'm gonna pull them out one by one here. So we gotta but, get. Uh, it's a hard thing for uh, radio to see that. It is. It is. We I can think take it's some photos. hard for people to follow. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's that's all right. Okay, so here we are. So we've got. Oh, wow! I wish you guys could see this one. <laughs> so this is architecture. Yeah, it's the TWA terminal in. Um, at JFK in New York, and um, I don't never know how to say his name, Saarinen, or the, it's a famous architect who okay. also did the St. Louis Arch. I, I, think. I say everything wrong, including so, like uh, your last name. <laughs> I, I say I, I don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> anything. Oh, str- like rhymes with rebel, right? <laughs> he always says strable. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm taking this photo in the airport, and you can't see it, but there's two very small people in it, and they're pro- how big are they? An inch. If oh, yeah. 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 And uh, a security guard came up to me and said, you know, you can't take those people's photos without their permission. I tried to explain, you know, they're, they're in silhouette. You're not really going to see them. And she goes, you need to stay here while I go get my supervisor. Oh, my goodness. So as soon as she left and was out of sight, I, would, I left. <laughs> you just I was stayed. worried that they would yeah. track me down, you know, with security and yeah, cameras and stuff. Yeah, there's worse things. Oh, yeah. Doing. So it wasn't a yeah, big deal. Yeah, when was this, 93? Yeah, is that what it says? Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, they, they so that's before. And, yeah, that's before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it'd have been facial I think you actually can shoot in an airport. It's a public. You can shoot in a public building. Yeah, I think that there's some protection granted to places where uh, you could potentially end up causing mayhem through uh, like terrorist attacks. So they, they, oh. some bridges, some, some infrastructure is protected against oh, just random shooting. I remember after 9-11, I was taking a photo of the post office downtown. It's a beautiful building. I mean, mm-hmm. Have you been in it? And someone came up and stopped me from doing it. I mean, yeah, I think that's the type of thing. Like, Acting like, like I'm a criminal. I, right. It's, it's all based on that same, you know, it's, it's sort of after 9-11. It, it's like it, the, the concern, I think, is that you're casing the joint. You're right. figuring out mm-hmm. who's coming in and out and when and, and when it would be bet, most adva- right. advantageous to do certain things or whatever. So, yeah. But it's also interesting because you're shooting with an actual camera, you know, and everyone has their cell phone camera. Right. Which, oh, you know, nonstop. Like that, you know, if someone was shooting with that, it probably wouldn't be an issue. So, so then where, where does that leave everyone? You know, you can never take another picture of that building? It's... It's kind of silly anyway. Yeah. I mean, we the the number of photos that are being taken, and now our cell phones are taking, you know, not yeah. fantastic photos, but 18 megapixel, yeah. pretty darn good. nice photos. Yeah. Uh, we're, I don't know what we're going to do with all these digital assets, yeah. but nothing's sacred anymore. Because yeah. you, can, you can travel right to any one of those buildings and walk around it on Google Earth these days. Yeah. So right. I think the days of worrying about the guy yeah. standing outside taking pictures should it be It has over. lessened uh, since 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. So now we have another print here. Oh, Our guy, okay. Willie Nelson. Pretty recognizable man <laughs> yep. there. That's great. Is he on stage in this? Do you remember? He's, he's, backstage. he's backstage. In fact, the little pattern on the background is the the back of the screen that I talked about earlier oh. where they project the images. So he uh, he's oh, going great. on stage like in literally a minute there. Wow. 2016. Yep. Oh, that's oh, a great that's, one. That's a that's really a nice great one. one. All right, Scott. 
you have to describe this. Yeah, that's is Where that is Mozambique? The, uh, Mozambique. Yeah. Oh. I was there um, working with Doctors Without Borders. It's I have a nice relationship with them. I can um, pick a spot I want to travel to, and then they will set me up with their pro, uh, programs in that spot. Um, I'm considering a trip to Bangladesh next, and you know they have, certainly have programs there. And then I'll contact other. Um, they're called NGOs, uh, non-governmental organizations, which are international nonprofits. So I'll contact other clients I've worked with and say, you know, what do you have going on there? Can I take photos? And because I'm already there, you know, it's a yeah kind of a no-brainer for them to to do that. Yep. Yeah, I can imagine. That's it. So I mean, this the, this photo is uh, someone on a, a handmade canoe. Uh, it's on the Zambezi River, and uh, which is um, between uh, Mozambique and uh, Malawi, I believe. And um, and are you on the boat with them? No, no, I'm on the shore. Okay. Yeah. And um, the the driver. Well, I was traveling with a writer who flew between the two countries, and there was a, someone who was a road builder for Doctors Without Borders. Uh, it seems weird that they'd have a road builder, but they do. Sure. And, um, you know, they help facilitate infrastructure. And uh, he said, you know, I'm driving. Do you want to go with me? I'm going to check on a crew, and I'm like all over this. And so, I mean, we spent like a whole day driving. And he drove about an hour and a half out of the way to, uh, so I could see the Zambezi River. Okay. Which was, you know, really nice of him. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. Another are there thing crocodiles I read, uh, in this river? There are. In I fact, was yeah. the same thing. They terrify me. He said um, <laughs> people would get eaten. You know, there'd be uh, people washing their clothes in the river, and sometimes and they, they would be attacked. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And that boat, I mean, it looks sturdy, but... No, it doesn't style. look sturdy at well, all. Well, come on. I, I mean, <laughs> I got sent an article... On. I got I got sent an article about a, a uh, was he a writer maybe a photographer I forget but just a guy who traveled a lot but he uh, he was kayaking down one of these rivers and he said you know he kind of probably knew. not very smart but <laughs> I'm guessing you're the one that's the kayak expert but I'm oh guessing. no 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 not smart <laughs> not smart um, but but. Uh, it was in Outside Magazine. I forget who the guy was, and it was probably some adventure travel guy or something. Who knows? But um, but anyway, uh, it, he had some premonition that he was going to get eaten by a crocodile. And he, and, Two but, strikes against him. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> did it happen? Yeah. Please tell us. It did. It did, of oh. course. Did he, did he get severely injured? Or, or just he's gone. Oh, he's, oh he perished. Did he die? Oh. I mean that was it. He so it, he was so the story it was a it was kind of a riveting read, right? But it was uh you know like he had been attacked by uh a tribal group that didn't want them there. He had had some other things happen and then they got to one spot where the the locals were basically saying like no, you, you you're not going to go out on that river in that thing. In You're going to get eaten. Like the yeah. crocodiles eat all of us when we go out there yeah. and do anything out there. Yeah. You're not going out there. And, that. and they say, oh, yeah, no, I'm going. And sure enough, he was there one up. minute and gone the next you day. Know, it was like a big old crocodile it, came and ate him. Poetic justice for not listening I, to the local. I mean, right? I can't, I, I have a hard time like that, that I file that into the category of, uh, of people who died loving what they were doing oh. or whatever you know like when you're like wait a minute so you were climbing at the top of some extraordinarily dangerous thing and then the avalanche came and you all died like well 
Yeah, that's what happens. If I'm going out. <laughs> I, You're going out. <laughs> but I look at it. It's like when you when you read a you know the obituary for an unfortunate sixteen year old that was snowmobiling or something and died loving what they're doing like or doing what they love excuse me died doing what they love like sometimes doing what you love is too dangerous to do don't you know you got to yeah. decide which one's more important do I actually want to live well, or do I want to well, Scott, keep engaging this kind of is right you, it sounds like you're teetering on this quite oh. a bit you know <laughs> I mean you you are standing next to the, to river. the river well I'm right. not in it, it I wouldn't go in it well Another yeah thing but I you're remember still, about but you're, that it's trip. an interesting thing to be here this man's certainly oh, yeah. having to deal with I'm watching right. for crocodiles another thing I remember about that trip was uh we traveled with another uh, gentleman who needed to get to um, the country we were, we were heading to. I can't remember where we were going, but um, he had with him a dozen eggs that he um, was sitting in the back seat holding these eggs like they were gold. Precious, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, to him they were, mm-hmm. and he oh, was yeah. going to you know, take them to his family. And, you know, that really stuck with me. And, you know, I think I'd go down to the market and snap up a dozen eggs. He, these were, you know, so, so valuable to him. Right. Really and having to travel with that then. We were drinking beer to that whole trip. You, <laughs> should I not be talking like that? No. No. no, no. 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 Talk away. Talk away. The, the driver, um, he um, said, let's stop and get some beer first. And so we pull up to this market, which is like somebody's house, and he gets beer. Of course, it's warm. Yeah. No one has refrigeration. And we, you know, he's opening the beer, and we're drinking, and it's a Jeep. He finishes one, and he just throws it in the air. I kind of look at him and he said, don't worry, someone's going to grab that. They use everything. And I looked behind the Jeep and there were all these kids scrambling out to grab this bottle. Right. And, oh, you know, I was yeah. impressed with that. Right. That's interesting. I, another thing, um, traveling in Africa, you people, you know, entrepreneurs will like drag a big log across the road. And when you come up to this log, mm-hmm. you they come out and you have to pay some kind of toll. Right. You know, it's... I, I went down there with cartons of Marlboros. Um, I don't smoke, but it's money down there. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. give them money, right? Mm-hmm. What are they right. going to do with that? Right. So you give them a, you discreetly pull out one pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to show them the whole carton. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. suddenly that's the, that's the toll. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I went from a pack so, to a yeah. carton. So yeah. you hand them a pack of cigarettes and they move the log and you, you go on your way. Interesting. Yeah. yeah and how did you know? I mean, did someone tell you? Oh, the guy was, I was with. Yeah, he, yeah. He, you know, he yeah, knew. Yeah, he, he was like, the lay of the land. get yourself a carton of. Oh, oh, yeah. Ahead of time, somebody else told me. Okay. You know, that's a good uh, uh, monetary. Sure. Exchange. Exactly. Yeah. Good yeah, cash. A, yeah, it reminds wow. me of uh, a little bit of being in Azerbaijan. Like the the sort of what we look at as corruption and stuff is just. Kind of how people yeah, get daily life. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and what what amounts, you know, what's refuse to us is not to others, and what is like right. acceptable, you know, wages or acceptable life is not what we right. think of, you know. All right, so now now we've got our next photo, which is something that you're. I mean, I love this series from the Foundry Project. Yeah, it's um, the Foundry. You know, they mold things out of steel so they're pouring this it's 2800 degrees molten steel into forms and uh you know you're you're just around it's hot it's a good place to go in the winter time um <laughs> and uh you know there it's a blue collar job it's right. uh you know it's like man's man's work and that's here right? it is yep and i mean how big is that foundry 
oh yeah I'm not good at that it's you know you know maybe there's 50 60 guys working there okay I, I couldn't tell you how it's hardcore it's I mean I've seen the photos of them pouring this metal into the into the molds and I mean the whole it's impressive yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it's got to be dangerous <laughs> you know yeah every, I mean everyone's in protective gear um and I mean they it's almost like a ballet the way the guys do it you know mm-hmm. everyone's kind of aware where everyone else is and it's a real smooth operation right you know it's impressive I'm you know impressed every time I go there right do you know what sort of things they make just have a- um well they might you know do uh cast for like Evan Rood Motors I mean manhole covers is the stereotypic foundry item okay mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I, yeah yeah I suppose anything made out of steel yeah and this is another shot of foundry right yeah. it's it's guys with these kind of hooded helmets on and they're they're called grinders uh-huh. so after uh the metal comes out of the form usually there's like little extra trimmings that need to be done sure. so they work with grinders to trim that down Right. It looks like a, is it the hazmat suit that you put on for yeah. you know? asbestos removal? Sure. Yeah, they're much more heavy that, duty. Right? Yeah. yeah. Same kind of coverage. Mm-hmm. Right. I think when the guys start at the foundry, they start grinding. It's, okay. um, it's the hardest work, kind of, because you're covered in head to toe in, in gear. Right. It's right. hot. You protect and yourself. Yeah. And you and, grind it out. <laughs> and is there oxygen being pumped into those, or um, is it? Some some of the uh, tasks require that. Right. Otherwise, um, it's a filtration. Right. right. It's a filtration. Okay. Interesting. All right. Scott, which one? What is this? Maybe you can help describe uh, this one here. This is that's in Cuba, Cuba. Or Cuba. Yep. Um, I was there working with uh, Doctors Without Borders, and it's a lot. A lot of these pictures are not the photos I I shoot for my client. Um, when I go to places, I afford. I'm afforded the opportunity to do personal work too. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, I'll have a couple extra days. I'll wander around and just shoot things. So this is kind of a street scene with some people silhouetted against a, an old wall. Mm-hmm. From 1999, it says. Yeah, it's very cool. Like though. the song. Yeah. <laughs> 1999. In Cuba, it was, um, they have a pretty good healthcare system. Uh, so what uh, Doctors Without Borders did uh, their job was to cre- create awareness, uh, mostly in the line of birth control, which is, you know, honestly a big problem everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, they want to uh, empower women to not be, you know, not be baby factories. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. So, they do. They kind of run a. It's almost like a public relations campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, part of their mission um, involved handing uh, brochures out to people and. There was a line, an ice, a line for ice cream. I mean, it was two blocks long, and they worked this line, walking down, handing people these little leaflets. And I was impressed because everyone had their thing, and they everyone read it read thoroughly. It. Yeah. yeah, everyone was engaged. I mean, they don't at the time they didn't have opportunity for you know they weren't given things like this. Mm-hmm. So everyone was reading it. None of them ended up on the floor oh, on wow. the dirt. You know, I would. If that was here, people would just toss them. Right. Oh, right. isn't that? Yeah, it's very interesting. you're right. It is because you're right. It, They're it just, just thirsting for information. Yeah, yeah, anything right. from the mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal for um, it's um, for Doctors Without Borders to even gain access oh, to be able to do say. this in Cuba. Uh-huh. It was a big deal. Hmm. All right, here's our next photo. Another yeah. street scene. Yeah, that's a street scene in Guatemala. Guatemala, um, 1996. 
So that's a film shot. It's a street s scene with a bunch of characters, you know, going by. It's um, wow. I'll find it, sometimes I'll find interesting places to shoot, um, whether it's you know architecturally or or light, and I'll stay there and I'll wait for something to happen um, through that scene. Ah, so it, you know, that's there, interesting. <clears throat> there's yeah. a famous photographer, Cartier Bresson, who coined it the decisive moment, mm -hmm. where you're you know picking that moment in front of your camera that happens that will make the good photo. So that this was a scene. It's kind of a um, a corner with a doorway, uh, and it has some kind of nice dynamic lines. And I just waited for people to come through there and snapped. Mm -hmm. I mean, snapped a lot. And this one I felt was the the strongest image. There's a boy holding a a dog, a kind of a little menacing dog. The leash is you know really straight. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the uh, mother with the son or daughter. Yeah, and this guy in the corner is kind of yeah knows what I'm doing there. Yeah. I love the fact, I like the idea, though, of you waiting for the, for the moment, you know, the con, you know, for everything to come together to be able to grab it instead of, you know, searching, you know, you've got right. this sort of point. You find the good spot, and if there's action coming through it, then you just wait for mm -hmm. something to... To, to happen, right. yeah. Okay, we got another one here. Yeah, that's a, a shot. The State Fair, is, this is a shot from the State Fair, and that's a... Is that Minnesota? Yeah. The State Fair? Okay. It's a plethora of imagery, and that um, they have this. Used to have the sideshow there, and it hasn't been there for five or six years. But I would hang in that area and shoot, and you know I have interesting photos of the characters. There was one time; uh, it was early in the day, and it was the first show, and I was the only one in there. And um, you know they're instructed to go through their whole act. It's a revolving act. I forget what it's called, where they have like 10 little shows, and then they just keep it rolling. You know, after the 10th one, the first person starts up again. So uh, if you buy a ticket, you just can come in at any point, and if you oh. <coughs> stay oh, long sure. enough, you can see all the shows. Right. Sure. So I was the only one there, and um, I was able to <clears throat> engage with each act and just shoot. So they didn't really have to perform, which they liked. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a great photo, too. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. All right. That's the Louvre in, um, oh, yeah. of course, Paris. It's, right. uh, <clears throat> it's under the I.M. Pay edition. He just died, I think. He uh, did, yeah. A week ago or mm -hmm. something. 102. Oh, was he? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. It's like, whoa, I didn't... Could you imagine having realize. that job? You know, we, we want you to do an edition on the Louvre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, um, so what one. were you doing when you shot that it's yeah it's it's the same thing that same decisive moment i found an interesting spot with light and there's a, a stairway uh, and i'm looking down on it it's a circular stairway so that's kind of coming in from the side of the frame and you can see the arc of it and the light is uh, i think i can't remember if it's early morning or late day but you know those times of days you get the long shadows which are you know always nice to work with and there are a couple of pedestrians just walking through and they, you know, ended up being in a in a good spot compositionally to to work. Yep. And you know, up there maybe there's a hundred shots in that same spot, and this is That's my. That's the best one. Yeah. That's the one you one. like, yeah. yeah. All right, this is the last photo. Yeah, this is um, a Hispanic grandmother and her uh, granddaughter. I think it was really a sweet job. Um, it was at a church. And um, this was in Los Angeles, and I was working for the Catholic Archdiocese, and they gave me an assignment, and these are my favorite kind of assignments, where they say, you know, here's where we want you to go, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So, you know, I'm in these churches that are, you know, old world with the nuns with the full habits down to the ground in schools and just shooting. You know, they're having their masses. I'm shooting that. I'm going to the schools. I'm shooting that. Uh, it's just, you know, like a visual feast, really. So it was really, it was old world, really. It was stepping, like stepping back in time. So, I mean, kind of an honor to be given that kind of control. Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful shot. What year was that shot? Uh, I can't remember. That was in the 90s, too, wasn't it? Is there, there a date on that? No date on this one. Uh, yeah, probably the late 90s. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... I a- do have contemporary shots I like, too, but... <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> oh, these are great, though. Yeah, I mean, you run the gamut. I mean, you have a lot of, lot of work. So those are all really nice, though. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you, Scott. Because no, no, uh, thank you. Because uh, you know now, Kinetic Legacy, you know, has their little art collection. <laughs> they do. Yeah, so it's mature. growing and growing. Oh, no, so, uh, yeah, we have to figure out how to how to treat all of these. They're all the time. same size, so yeah, might make it easy if you do a group presentation Collage or something. Yep. Did you pick these out knowing? or envisioning them being grouped together? Well, or no, it's not just, necessarily. Right. I picked a kind of a range, range of images of and, mm-hmm. you know, my some of my favorites, mm-hmm. you know. It's you, hard to decide. Well, I'm sure you of have course. so many. Do you do family portraits or anything? Yeah, I used to do that? more of those uh, kind of early on, and I do them for my friends, you sure. know. I, I want people to have good photos. Uh-huh. You know, same thing with the nonprofits. Um, I'll scour the internet for for causes I uh, believe in, you know, what affordable housing, homelessness, um, suicide prevention, and I'll um, find organizations that work in those subjects, and if they have bad photos, and generally they do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they don't have budgets, and I'll just email them and say, uh, you know, I'll I'll shoot for free. I want you to have good photos. Uh, the hardest part is convincing them that I'm really going to do it for free. <laughs> yeah, totally. They think it's some kind of angle. Yeah, you know? yeah of course. Right. They're going to charge us afterward, or, or yeah. what's the real deal? So uh, people will say no because of that. I've run into that offering yeah, my yeah. services in the past, too. Yeah, they, or they think it's true. cheap, yeah. you know, like they're not going to get a quality thing or whatever. But um, yeah, I'm able to break through. I mean, they go to my website, and they can see the work, and then they uh, are more easily convinced. Right. right. I remember having that conversation with you and you, you, I think the first time you photographed me even is, is when you were like saying like, it's so important to have a a decent photo, you know, for any sort of purpose, especially, you know, with us for PR and and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, it it really is. It it makes a huge difference. I have another uh, personal project I've been doing. It's kind of dear to me where I photograph senior citizens and it, it started uh, when I would, you know, occasionally get a call from someone uh you know you took a picture of my mother my grandmother at my wedding and you know everyone wants a photo of that she's gone now and everyone wants a photo and i thought i will preemptively go into senior homes and do portraits you know Mm. i do those pro bono and uh give the photos to them and their families and you know and the 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 seniors, you know, use them for presents. And what better present, you know, that they can give to their family than a picture of themselves? So I've done maybe a, a thousand of those. And that is really hard to get people, uh, to convince people. And so I lean on the places where I've shot, and I say, can you refer me to your colleagues? And I'll go there and, and do that same thing. And it's fun. You know, it uh, a, a secondary effect has um, is people arrive and it's a fun experience for them you know they're dressed up they hang out 
um, it's turned into a, a, a more in-depth project where, uh, you know, there might be 20 wheelchairs lined up, and I, you know, I want to buzz these people through a drive-through. Yeah, <laughs> push through. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, people would start chatting with me, and uh, I'm thinking I'm missing some real gold here. So then um, I got a grant from uh, the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council to do. Um, it ended up being a, a book and an exhibit of seniors and their words. So we would um, Jessica, my partner, interview these seniors, and she was really good at emotionally getting you know some really golden nuggets from them and we would put their words right on the photo and uh, I mean like I said before the words and photos together are really mm. exponentially mm-hmm. compelling so you'd hear people's regrets you know their favorite things in life and it was a, a good really rewarding oh, project powerful. yeah that's wow. pushing powerful. into the realm of our Andalin oh yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. it's totally Just legacy capturing yeah right, right. Um, the show uh, was at the Skyway Gallery which is at uh, HCMC well, now it's Hennepin Healthcare, but uh, it was nice. It was a public space, and 2,000 people a day would walk by it. And there was a little comment book, and some people commented, you know, you're always reluctant to read those as the uh, yeah. photographer. But there were, um, you know, maybe a fourth of the people said, um, it's too, it's negative. And, um, but, you know, it's honest. Mm. And um, if people said, um, you know, it was just all positive, it wouldn't be truthful. So I think it's important for people to read those negative things. And I, you know, you want people to reflect on their own life. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? I, I was, I'm stuck in this job for 15 years, and I don't even like it. And here's, here's this person saying that exact same thing at the end of their life. So then, you know, you start thinking maybe this isn't the right thing to do. So that was a good, really good project. Yeah. Yeah, I can, super I mean, that's a moving so. project. I mean, it's, that's interesting that the comments who, you know, would be negative. I mean, maybe that's a reflection on, you know, their own sort of, um, you know, Insecurities sort of, or... Yeah. yeah, I mean, people, I mean, they, they have regrets. Um, it, it, so, I mean, surprisingly at first, um, you know, a, a woman came up and said, you know, I wish I had never gotten married. And they're like, whoa. That's <laughs> well, three, wow. three women later, I wish I had never married that jerk. And I mean, there were a lot of women who um, were regretful of, their marriage and uh, I think it was an era where you just didn't get divorced right yeah you stuck it out yep you got married early and that was just the path that you're gonna take so when I did my edit I had to be cognizant of not including too many of those uh, uh, comments yeah wow Wow. well that's uh, (laughs) very no it's super interesting it it okay you know I don't want to compete with your with that in any way, because it's super awesome. What, so what I was thinking years ago, and it keeps recurring to me, but I never figured out how to make it work, but um, was that some of the communities around town, they have these cute little stores run by uh, immigrants, I assume, or but they're, they're stores that, that service that community. Uh, there was one in my neighborhood, El Jalapeno Market, that had a really nice meat market they always carried fresh produce. Like a little bodega. Like a little bodega, mm-hmm. but it was the only thing in the area that had that sort of stuff. Otherwise, you had to go to Target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe didn't even exist at the time. And, and I, I kept trying to convince them that I would, I would for free oh. paint, pressure wash the exterior of their building one weekend 
and paint it the next weekend because it just looked so run down. I remember your struggle with this. Yeah, and I your... and I think that like they, when you're trying your darndest to figure out the American laws and how to get food into the place and and managing customers and expectations of the city for inspections and everything the last thing on your mind the last thing you have is is money left over to hire someone to go paint the exterior building or time of your own yeah you know so i thought you know i could potentially since that's not a big deal for me i have all the equipment i knew how to do it this was years ago when i was younger and Mm -hmm. but uh, three kids yeah but that i would just go over there spend a weekend pressure wash it spend the next weekend paint it uh, and then we'd be done, you know, that, and they did not want to believe me that I would do that yeah. for free, which I totally understand. But it, it, I, I wonder if, if you weren't photographing sort of the transformation of neighborhoods and, and kind of how we can band together to, to improve neighborhoods and keep, keep people, uh, sort of the locals in charge of the local community, you know, the local business community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't make a little bit larger movement out of that in some way. Because I, I feel like we we abandon that often for, oh, but now there's a a new target going down the street, yeah. you know, and everything will be everything will be better and fixed and saved when that comes in. Right, just wait for that. Yeah, and it kind of doesn't really <laughs> fix everything, you know. That's then then the, I mean, that family was making a living there and they were supporting. They were kind of a hub for that little mm-hmm. community, and now they're no longer there. So. Anyway. I want to read um, one of my favorite quotes from the seniors uh, series. It's this woman who she's looking really contemplative, and she says, um, "Bob Dylan's aunt wanted me to go out with them. She th- she thought we would really hit it off." I said, "Oh, I can't. I'm going steady." I never did tell my ex-husband, "You creep." I could have gone out with Bob Dylan, <laughs> although I think Bob was just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> And you wonder, did she just share that just now with you? Had she been holding that inside? You you wonder, yeah, yeah, this bitter resentment. It's like, oh, I finally could tell somebody. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we'll get the link of that too if people want to peruse it. Okay, great. Yeah, there's some really golden nuggets there that turned out better than I thought it would. Yeah, that is a nice, that's a nice God, piece. I love it. That's and a the, really the nice The prints piece. were really big. They were like uh, 30 by 40 inches. Yeah. So the faces are, you know, bigger than life size. So it's kind of like, you know, in your Everything's face. Yeah, yeah. Right. very expressive. You can see all the wrinkles, all the lines, you know. Well, yeah, it was. Um, funny stuff like that that they said, that's too. Pretty, that's great. Yeah. That's pretty genius. Yeah, when I did the photos, I mean, to your point, um, I would do one that kind of showcased their, uh, their age, you know, their wrinkles, um, uh, the character in their face. And then I would do one that would flatter them, mm. you know, so that, that would be the picture I would give them, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone who wants to be flattered, right? Smart. Right. So it require <laughs> yeah. two setups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Studio B. <laughs> oh, that's it's so great. the way it works. Uh, well, you guys, we have, uh, we have managed another 35 minutes. Well, we're going to, in the show notes, and then we put on social media, your website, so people know how to find you and contact you and see all of your great work, because there's much more to see. Yeah, and we can can safely make, you know, the offer that you can come in and and talk to us anytime you want. Fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, if you've got a 
a project you're particularly proud of or something else coming up that you want to come in and talk about, we're, we're always open. All right, good. All right, Scott, you do great work. Percolating. Thank okay. Thanks for doing everything you do, yes, too. Yes, thank you Thanks. for all uh, You know, because it's, you know, it's really important, and, and it's, it's great that we have you. So <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. what I do. It's rewarding yeah. for you me. You can tell, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Thank, all right. thank, thank you. Okay, thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care. Mm-hmm.